All right, here we go. In the car, waving bye to a coworker. He uh, wanted me to come check something out. They both kind of looked at the time and said, nope. Um, it's funny, uh, I kind of feel, I don't want to say guilty, um, but I feel awkward. It's like 5.45, I've been here since seven. Um, I barely was able to uh, uh, eat lunch today um, in like a few minutes, but for some reason, just the, the mentality that the culture of the, the company has made is that, um, you know, I should feel bad about leaving right now, even though, like, I've already done quite a bit for the day. So just, just interesting how a company's culture evolves. I mean, I remember when I started, the mantra was, hey, we're here until the job is done. Um, and I've always kind of like thought, well, what does that, that really mean? Um, we're here till the job is done. Uh, and it meant that every single person, including all the people in management, they stick around until production is done. But um, I am trying to be more conscientious of work-life balance. It's tough for me. Um, it's very tough for me to not feel like uh, something's wrong. I mean, it doesn't help that uh, the head of operations spends a lot of time in his office, and anytime he sees someone kind of walking out the door, kind of peeks and lifts up the blinds, and it just you know gives off a feeling like, hey, um, you know, I'm watching you and I'm keeping track of if you're here or not. And uh, whether he means that or not, it's just the feeling, right? Um, the intended communication uh, and then the received communication, whether that's like verbal communication or physical communication, whatever it is, that's the feeling, that's the vibe that's, that's given. So um, it'd be interesting to see, uh, to bring up the subject of work-life work balance. I brought it up before, uh, you know, and how hey, uh, you know, the role that I want in life is one that provides work-life balance. Um, I know a lot of people that I work with seem to be at the office before me, leave after I leave, and I just kind of wonder, what is their work-life balance like? Um, like, what do they do? You know, how do they manage that? And they have different roles than me. Um, but still, uh, do you really... Are you really that effective when you're there that much? And I notice just the, you know, anecdotally, but when it comes to action items, um, they typically tend to be more delinquent than on time uh, with these particular folks. So it's just a, a, a curiosity. Um, I'm not trying to say um, I'm going to watch the minute and leave right at eight hours. Uh, I don't think I've worked an eight-hour day uh, in a long time. But why does the mentality have to be like that if you're only working eight hour days that you're doing something wrong? I just don't, I just don't really get that. Like, isn't that the point you're paying me to get the job done and, you know, try to get it done in 40 hours? Um, I could look busy for more than, than eight hours a day, but does that really benefit anyone? I mean, don't you want your employees to uh, be successful? And so if I want to get there early um, and, uh, you know, leave before 
you know, the boss leaves, is, is there anything wrong with that? And I personally don't think so. But the feeling that I get um, is that, you know, I'm going to get some sort of mark against me if that's how I am. And there's other people that feel that way too. It comes up sometimes. So what I'm trying to do, because I'm such a creature of habit, and I feel so anxious sometimes, uh, I am trying to, uh, every day, put my alarm clock five minutes uh, into the future. Um, so instead of uh, 5.50 today, I woke up at 5.55. Um, I'm gonna put it for 6 a.m. tomorrow and still follow my same routine. Luckily, right now, there's no traffic, so um, on Friday, I, uh, I put my alarm clock at 6.30, um, got to the office by 7.15, even after walking the dog for 20 minutes, so it wasn't really that big of a deal on Friday, um, but there hasn't been traffic. I think there'd be like 10 minutes added to my commute. I, it's tough to remember what it was like to commute uh, before COVID um, because my commute's been so easy. Uh, I'm really hoping the stay at home uh, stays in for a long time. But, uh, you know, I'm trying to have a better work-life balance. Um, I'd like to be home, uh, if you know, either be home uh, at a decent time or, you know, leave for work like an hour later than what I'm leaving for right now. Simply because, you know, what what's the point of being present so much? Now, I know there's a lot of benefits, there's a lot of meetings, and, and I have some meetings I have to go witness that don't start in, or that start at like 6.45, and it's like, ugh, you know, um, I think the whole auditing process we have is kind of, we get some opportunities there, but um, you know, I just kind of think, like, what is the, the intent of trying to milk every hour out of someone when ultimately in the long term it takes away from their mental health, takes away from their productivity. Um, I just don't get it. But then I think about our production workers, the, you know, the people doing the work, and we promise, we advertise a 410 schedule. And uh, this year it's been better, but still, um, if you were a betting person um, on any given week, you could probably bet uh, more likely than not that a Friday workday is going to happen. Um, this week it's looking like a Saturday workday. Um, you know, all to hit a a number that uh, is just a just a quota, just a a financial driven target, rather than you know a, a need to satisfy customers and customer demand. It's not any number that's based off of hey. We need to make this amount today because this many customers are gonna, you know, benefit from that. And we're gonna fluctuate how much, how many we make in any, any given day, based off of what customers need to be satisfied or how we book that day. Uh, we don't do things like that. We say we need to do X amount a day so we can do X amount a month, you know. And we don't even know what we're gonna be making later today. Or, or, or later this week or later this month, that'll just depend on the bookings that come in. And that's one way to run the business, and I don't necessarily think it's a bad way. Um, I think it's cool to have a really good, short lead time. Um, but at the same time, I think about uh, the impact we have on people's lives. And, you know, every day 
how long you're going to stay. You don't really know until you get to work. I mean, how many people have kids that they, you know, say, hey, yeah, I'll go to your baseball game and then don't get to make it because we can't provide consistency and schedule to people or at least some sort of, you know, consistency and communication of what the schedule is going to be. I kind of just feel like, you know, if I was a, uh, a production employee, I would be mad and I would be not so engaged uh, with the company because of, uh, you know, not having any sort of clarity or any sort of predictability to my life. Um, we wonder why people, you know, don't keep the restrooms clean. Um, you know, I think it's because they, they, yeah, they got a job and they get overtime and things like that, but uh, how... How fair is it to people to treat them that way? Um, I don't know. I think it's a lot to do with uh, with work-life balance, and uh, you know, it's a very curious subject. And uh, you know, I, I think that uh, if we had better balance, we'd have attract and retain better people, and we'd have a better performing company. Um, you know, make the mandate that hey, we're, we need to not work overtime. We're not going to work overtime. Um, we are going to uh, optimize our you know, 410 schedule, our 10-hour workday, hold the team accountable to hitting numbers, but uh, are hitting output targets to satisfy customer. And I think it has to be very intentional in the way we say that. We have to communicate it that way instead of the number. we got to meet the number. we got to do things to the number. We have to do things for the customer. We need to satisfy our customer's demand. Um, we have to be very intentional about that. Otherwise, we get into this trap where, you know, there's no linkage to why we're going after the targets that we're trying to go after uh, if it feels like it's just to hit a number. Um, so, you know, just to kind of summarize the thinking, um, you know, trying to focus more on work-life balance, um, you know, with that, uh, you know, going to try to uh, wake up a little bit later um, or leave for work a little bit later uh, and then leave work, at, you know, a little bit better time. Um, you know, uh, and that's interesting because like today I had a meeting that went up all the way to 530. And so, yeah, it'll be interesting to, to see. My target is to leave consistently. Um, to start this podcast every day um, between 5.30 and 5.45. Um, so if I work my way backwards, um, I'm going to try to get to work, and this is going to be a big deal for me. Um, I already feel anxious about it. Between 8 and 8.30 every day. That's kind of my new target condition. Um, right now I'm getting to work at about 7 o'clock every day, and I need to figure out how I will overcome the obstacle of needing to go and audit some early morning meetings. Maybe I'll trade with some folks who, who are already there early and have them uh, do that for me. So um, that's my game plan uh, to try to have a little bit better work-life balance. Um, and then at the same time, you know, what's the effect of our, our mode of operation on our people and how, you know, they, their lives and how they function. Um, you know, I, I can't say that I think it's positive to have a lot of, uh, you know, 
unpredictable schedules, unpredictable hours, and unpredictable work days. Uh, you know, but that's another one that I think uh, fundamentally comes from uh, leadership and expectations and things like that. So I don't think I could solve that. Um, I really would like to, um, but I think first, uh, you know, need to solve my uh, my work-life balance issue and uh, just try to do things that promote efficiency in the plant um, and uh, make sure that we eliminate barriers and obstacles for people so that they can uh, leave at a reasonable hour as well. Um, so be very curious to uh, you know understand what other people's views are, whether you think uh, you know uh, the, the, the work-life balance thinking is, is off base or anything like that or if uh, on hourly employees of an unpredictable schedule or uh, are viewed differently. Um, you know, when I, when I try to, to really deep, uh, dig deep and think of the root cause, why do I kind of feel this way? I think there's, there's a lack of clarity uh, from leadership on what expectations are. I think that, uh, you know, it starts with, with strategy our company utilizes uh, X matrices. We have a, a, a level one, a level two, but it stops. And operations doesn't have uh, anything from the level two X matrix, nor do we have an X matrix for ourselves. So um, we had to kind of come up with strategy uh, and tell our, our leader what our strategy was interpreted as, and then flow that down to the production floor. So without this real clear strategy, um, I think that's kind of the basis for a lot of this lack of clarity. And two, we don't really have a defined, like, hey, this is our work day in operations. Um, we have people coming in as early as 4 a.m. Uh, and people that stay, I mean, shoot, sometimes, uh, you know, we have areas that work till 7.30, 8 o'clock. And I think if we had that, um, we, would, we would probably be in a better spot. I'm trying to think about how that conversation would go. Um, getting driving a lot of anxiety thinking about that one. Um, you know, that would be. I feel like with the the personality of our leader in operations, that that would not be a conversation that ends up going well. Um, I think he would be kind of shocked that, that question would be asked, um, and kind of really. Uh, negatively think about someone if they asked that question. But then at the same time, I think, uh, you know, uh, if, if I already get judged because I like to leave after, you know, 10 and a half, 11 hour work days, sometimes 12 hour work days, um, if that's already causing judgment, then what would, what would uh, having that conversation about uh, what is our operation kind of schedule, um, maybe that wouldn't be too bad. Now he comes in about uh, 8.45, 9 o'clock, and he leaves between 5.30 and 6. And so if his expectation is that, um, I could align to that. Um, but if his expectation is, you know, you're here before me, you're here after me, um, I don't know if that's something that I could really align to. Um, I used to have the mentality that you don't, uh, you get there before your boss, um, and you leave after your boss leaves. And that's that's what I did for a long time in Ventura. And 
Um, luckily, my boss liked to come and go uh, around the same times I did. So, um, no, I'd, I'd go to the gym and I'd get to work early so I could shower. Um, but I was able to go to the gym and do something for myself. And that was that was time for personal development and fitness. And, um, you know, uh, I walk my dog every day, so I at least have that going. Um, but, you know, if I'm following kind of the standard at work right now, there's not a lot of time. You know, I can't, it doesn't feel, I say I can't, it doesn't feel like I can. Um, it doesn't feel like I can step out, you know, for lunch, for take an hour at lunch, or maybe even longer. Um, it doesn't feel like I could leave a little bit early one day because I've been putting in the hours and, and getting a lot done. Um, again, I say feel, as I think about it, it's maybe more um, kind of a, a, a false barrier, a false constraint that I've set up in my mind that says, yep, you can't do this because, um, you know, of this fear you have of asking for it. So um, I have a few minutes scheduled with my boss tomorrow. I think uh, I think what I'll do is say, hey, what are the expected you know, start and end times for the operations team? Um, we're trying to drive a standard or something like that. Try to deflect it from being my question because that's what feels right to uh, deflect some sort of anxiety towards it. So, um, wow, sounds like I got a plan. Um, you know, I won't do that if I waltz in late. <laughs> Not that I plan on doing that, but anyway, um, yeah, that's uh, all I seem to have today. Neil really wanted me to talk about accountability. So Neil, if you're still listening, um, I'm gonna really put some thought into that topic, uh, take some notes first, and, uh, and really work on that um, before uh, addressing it. So. Um, yeah, I really want to think through that and, and give your uh, questioning some, uh, some, some real thought um, before trying to uh, um, tackle it on my ride home. Maybe, uh, maybe that'll be a podcast I do from, uh, um, you know, from home and, and not from the car. But uh, as I pull into the garage... Um, still uh it's uh, just after six o'clock uh this uh google's pretty accurate it told me it'd take me 18 minutes to get home today and uh we're just uh, a little over 18 minutes so with that um that's all i got for real this time um car is being farted have a wonderful evening or whatever time of day it is you are listening to this podcast